It's Cecilia and Megan. Let us distract you while driving, cleaning, working out, or not working out. Actually, what in the dang heck? Just grab some wine and chill. It'll be like eavesdropping in a girls' night, all wrapped up into one. everybody we're live from new york is that what they say yeah and we're yeah and we're live from live here in new york i don't know we're not in new york we wish we were we <laughs> we've already butchered this uh <laughs> so today megan what are we talking about bold woman stories with our special guest kerrigan june here uh <laughs> Carrie's going to tell us all about how to be a bold woman. Um, no, she just isn't napping. So here we yep, are. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be wants good. She to know how to be a bold woman. Heck yeah, Carrie. Heck yeah. Speaking hey, of, that reminds me of when the woman was like, Carrie can learn so much from Kamala Harris. <laughs> I was like, funny. I died, went to heaven, and came back when I heard that joke. I was like, oh, okay. She skipped purgatory, folks. She went to heaven and back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what's your heck yes? My heck yes is that I got to talk to Avery, and I really didn't think I was going to get to talk to him until March 27th. I was literally getting Carrie ready for mass, and we had like 10 minutes left till I had to get out the door. And my phone starts vibrating, and I was like, someone's calling me right now? Like, it's Sunday morning. Why? And I've turned it over and saw Avery's, like, photo and name pop up. And I literally just started crying. And I answered it, and he was like, hey, how are you? And I was like, I'm good. <laughs> so, that was my- <laughs> I was going to say, I've, I've delayed asking you about this because I wanted to save it for the pod. But, like, okay. why did he get to? So typically they would get to, um, the course is typically, I think it's 12 weeks, um, 12 or 10 weeks. And so typically the first half of it, you don't have any communication. Then the second half you do, but because when he would be in the second half right now, but because he had three freaking weeks of quarantine, I was like, they're not going to give him any free time to talk on the phone because they are going to have to condense the course so much. And, they ended up, I mean, and so we both had no clue if we'd be able to talk at all. We both figured we wouldn't be able to talk at all. And then what do you know? He calls me and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm freaking crying. And I wasn't going to tell him about the oh flood. Oh my word. I know. I wasn't going to tell him about the flood because okay. I didn't want him to feel hopeless and just, I didn't want him to worry about us because there's nothing he can do anyways. So I didn't want it to be like a distraction in his head. But then his text started loading, and I forgot that I had posted and talked about it in the family group chats, both my family and his family. Oh. And he was like, wait, did something happen to the house? And I was like, what? Why? What do you mean? And he was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. What house? The house doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> and he was like, why are there fans in the house? And I was like, oh, you saw that? And he was like, yeah, it's in the family group chat. And I was like, okay, so what happened was, and then I like relayed the story to him. And he said my attitude about it made him a lot more like at ease than if I were like freaking out about it. But 
what can you do? You can't freak out about it. It's happened. It's happening. It's because you you've had two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, you've week had two like- weeks to like mull it over. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. So that was my heck yes. What was yours? Okay. So hold on real quick, Megan. Like it, there mm-hmm. is a delay. I know. I'm I was not really that. sure why. Maybe we try turning cameras off and see if that works. Let's do it. Okay. How do I do it? How do I turn it? Okay, I cool. turned it off. <laughs> it seems okay. like it's good now. Yeah, it does seem like it's good. Oh, weird. Okay. Um, okay, cool. so my heck yes. <laughs> okay, so I got Stash this gift. <laughs> <laughs> I got it this gift that was supposed to come in for Valentine's Day, but it didn't. And it's pretty much... <laughs> It's pajamas with my face all over them (laughs) (laughs) and hearts. And I ordered them from this site that I didn't think was sketchy until I realized that they were being made in Asia. And then it was like stuck in Compton for three weeks of California. And I was like, I don't know where to order this stuff from, but I, it was just anyways. So I was looking at the tracking thing for a month being like, why are my pajamas stuck in Compton? So I finally get them today. I open it up. I'm so excited because I've been waiting forever. And they're literally not even my size. They're extra large and they don't even fit the hips of a size six woman. And I'm like, what is happening? They're like very much maybe like European sizes. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I'll tell you right now, my man is not a European size man. And he's so American. <laughs> he's an American size man. And so I don't know what we're going to do. I'm very excited. He's coming this weekend and I'm going to give them to him. And it's probably going to look like leggings on him in a very, very, like, there's no way the shirt will button. There's absolutely no way it will button. So it's just going to be an oasis of chest hair. And then just like. Your face amidst it all. And then my face and heart just like busting out. It's just like really, it's like pretty much like spandex leggings for him. And they're going to be like capris, like very much floods. So I'm very excited. Um, I will take photos if he lets me. <laughs> I'll post them in the um, in the Facebook group or on Instagram or whatever. Wherever he lets me, um, I will show them off. I cannot Carrie knows. Carrie's stoked. <laughs> Carrie is pumped. So yeah, I have been waiting for this. And honestly, we'll just remember it as remember our first Valentine's Day you got me these that didn't even fit? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so it's gonna be good. Every year I'll just like have him put them on and, and just it's gonna be um what is the word? Nostalgic. It'll be nostalgic. Um <laughs> so that was my wait, was that was my heck no. Oh, it, it was kind of my heck yes. It definitely made me laugh today. Like I was just having a good giggle about it, but it is my heck no. Cause I do wish they fit. I can't tell if them being very tiny makes it more funny or not. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where we're at, but here we are. And maybe by this time, 
when we release this podcast on Monday, I'll have a photo of him with him on and we'll put it as like one of our photos. The graphic? For, <laughs> for oh, the graphic. Please. Yes. Yeah. So we'll see. Okay. But what's your heck no, Megan? My, my heck no. So I've gotten really familiar with certain maintenance people that come by the house, right? To fix everything. And there's this one, like, there's, there's these two guys that always come together to like check out the fans and to check out the walls and all this stuff. And I'm walking to get lunch from the BX, which is called the Base Exchange. It's like a little food court, mini Walmart on base. <laughs> and so I'm walking to go get lunch and I see them and I recognize them and they both look at me. <laughs> they look at me and they're like, um, hey, what's up? And my response was, good, how are you? And then I was like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. I was like, dang it. And I just kept walking. I was like, no, don't even turn around and fix it. Don't even acknowledge that you just said that. It's the worst. It's like when someone says, like, um, enjoy the movie. And it's like, you too. And it's like, they're not watching it. They're not. They're not. What? Why did I just say that? You know? Like, <laughs> what do you? That's so awkward because now they're going to go in your house again. I know. Yep. Yep. It's going well for me. Honestly, most of the time, they probably didn't even notice. I know, but um, it's still like you know instantly when you say it that that was not the right thing to say. <laughs> you know instantly. You're like, why did I even speak? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's up? Good. How are you? What? No. Ah, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. I love that. Okay, well, my heck... Yes, because I just said my heck no. My heck yes is I am just, I was just reflecting today. I am so grateful. Like, although I am working two full-time jobs right now, they are my dream jobs. And I literally live and work my passion. And if I have to work 70, 80 hours a week, I don't even care because this is exactly what I want to be doing. And for right now, I know it's not long-term sustainable, um, but that will end like May, June. But there's no other job I would rather do. That, like, I just truly- I love that. Yeah. Like, I am so grateful. I'm so grateful for the, for the opportunity to create my own schedule, to work with amazing men and women that I just constantly learn from, and to serve women through pouring into myself. Like, I am always studying and always a student so that I can actually be a better teacher and, you know, leader within the woman's school. And it is just... I am a completely different person than I was six months ago, even four months ago, just completely different. And it's truly because of the opportunities that the woman's school has so graciously given me. And I was just reflecting today on my walk to Pilates because it was like sunny out and I already had a cappuccino and I was like, today is a good freaking day, you know? Um, But on top of it, I'm just like, I can't. I have just learned to build the skill of living a life of constant gratitude. And there Mm -hmm. are days, obviously, where it's like, 
aren't going as you would have liked. Um, but just constantly living in gratitude. And I was talking with a group this morning and we were, we just had a really great discussion. It's like my Tuesday morning group and they're awesome. They're like young Catholic professionals, like all women, just like the boss ladies. And we were talking and they were just, we were all kind of discussing as like, it's so great to thank God um, before something even happens, like to live in gratitude and in a vision of gratitude before yeah. the action even happens. So it's like, you know, thank you, God, for like my beautiful family. Um, and like, I don't even have a family yet, you know, like, thank you yeah. for this beautiful opportunity of um, whatever job. And it's like, I don't even have the job yet. And just continuing to think because God has no time, right? Like he's above time. And so thinking and living through gratitude, like we can never give more gratitude. There's never, um, like an, um, a maximum amount of gratitude we can give God. And so just practicing gratitude for God in time in with no time span has mm-hmm. completely changed my life. It just has. Um, and so like think, you know, just even before I was in a relationship and I was like, you know, thank you God for a beautiful, you know, a beautiful husband, beautiful future, beautiful relationship, even, even when I was single and I don't know, I just love that practice. It's, it's gratitude in advance, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I like that though. I could, I could used to do, I could do that some more. <laughs> we all could. Like, we never run out of things to be grateful for. It's just being in that mindset. And once you like list off 10, you're like, I could keep rolling. Let's keep going. Right. Well, I feel like it flips it from what I'm doing. Like, what I do is at night, I'm like, thank you, God, again, for a healthy, happy baby, for this, this, and this from the day or whatever. But then that's after the fact that it's happened. And I'm like, okay, cool. Great. Thanks for doing that. Done. But if I did it beforehand, like you're talking about, I feel like I would be a lot more optimistic and a lot more eyes open to where he's where and how he's going to bless me, if that makes sense, versus waiting for it and counting for it. Right. And it's um, someone said in the group, one of the ladies, she was like, it's like when you thank, you know, someone for making dinner for you before, like, oh, thanks for making dinner. Like, oh, thanks for, you know, clean, deciding to clean that up or or whatever. Yeah. It's like they haven't done it yet, but you're thanking them for it. And it's the same thing with God. It's like, you know, thank you, God, for like giving me such a great day, even though the day just started. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. So that's um, that's my heck yes. I just feel like I'm growing in the skill of gratitude and I'm recognizing it and I'm honoring it and I'm celebrating it and continue growing in it because um, I don't I don't want to be complacent. I can always grow. And Mary Lennonberg had a really great quote and she said, as long as there's breath in your body, you have more to learn or something like that it was something along those lines. And I was like, yep. Love that. Mm. Oh, Mary Lunneberg. Oh, wait, we have her on next week, dude. Oh, Mary. Mary's coming on next week. Mary. Mary's coming on next week. Mary's coming on. We love her. We love so her. much. So good. Okay. So before we jump into, um, our bold woman moments and stories that we have, there's some, like these voicemails are solid. Um, just real quick, going to talk about Fort Catholic. So Forte. Frick. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Fort Catholic will be the name of our compound. Whatever. Our commune. Or whatever you combine. Combine. <laughs> Wait, so do I cut that out or keep that in? I think we keep it in. 
Because that I think really a person would call it Fort Catholic, but it's definitely Forte. Okay, I have a problem pronouncing things, I realized. And I was like, Dad, did we skip Hooked on Phonics or something? Because I don't know how to pronounce words. And I feel so stupid, but I also am, am, am a dyslexic. But though. Maybe that's um, I don't want, that's not an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's clearly Forte. Okay, so now that we've said like butchered it forte catholic it's a it's a podcast and it's pretty much goals to make catholicism fun again which we love mcfa here mafa mafa makfa makfa mcfa makfa like not maga but like makfa oh make catholicism fun again is that what you're trying to say yeah Bakpa. I was like, what are you saying? And where does it say that? <laughs> what are you pronouncing wrong? <laughs> I know. I was like, what are you now stuck on? <laughs> no. Okay. So our friend Taylor, he oh, has like a bunch of people, a consistent yeah. guest on, like from priests to um, just different people that he, like different friends he has on. And they just like have an hour of chatting and um, pretty much making fun of each other and laughing and speaking super direct truth. Um, and pretty much, I feel like it's a really good compliment to the what in the dang heck, because it's just being normal and Catholic and loving life through Catholicism and yet growing in holiness together. So check them out. If you're looking for good Catholic comedy, where you totally grow in your faith while laughing hysterically with, or either at the host, I feel like, I feel like people laugh with us more, but I'm also down for you guys to laugh at us. Yeah, You can laugh at us. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We're cool with that. So check them out in Taylor's Instagram is T-A-Y-L-O-R-S-C-H-R-O-L-L. And I'll put the link to their podcast below. Um, sorry, lots of, I again, live right by the fire station. Anyways, check them out. Forte, F-O-R-T-E, Catholic, on anywhere you can get podcasts. Oh my gosh, I'm excited to get into these voicemails. We have a lot that actually ended up really well. Like they, they were being bold and then they just ended up super positively in like every single thing they wanted. So I love that though, because that's what you would hope being bold would do, you know? Right. And so almost it's like, this is going to be pretty encouraging for women to step it up and voice what they're actually thinking. I would hope instead of just kind of being mousy and like... Right. You know, expecting a man to actually read your mind. So here's this one. Um, definitely a bold woman. Uh, hey, guys. So I'm calling from Grand Rapids to share my bold woman story. So let's call him Dreamboat. I met him in a theology class, and I approached him afterwards and said something like, um, are you seeking Catholic community? My boyfriend and I lead a Bible study on campus. I'd never met him. He just seemed religious. So it's totally crushing, but I put it aside because I was in a committed relationship. Anyway, fast forward a couple of years, I'd broken off an engagement with the guy that I'd been dating when I met Dreamboat. Um, it was pretty unhealthy and kind of emotionally abusive. Um, a few months later, Dreamboat and his girlfriend broke up. I reconnected with Dreamboat a few weeks before our semester ended and we'd been running together a few days a week. I even learned how to play Catan. So I could enter a Catan tournament on campus to get closer to him. I literally couldn't even study because I was so stressed about whether I was misreading signals. And it was, honestly, it was just really hard getting back into dating after just a really horrible engagement. 
So I texted him and I asked him to meet me in the chapel one night. And within 30 minutes, I basically told him I'd had feelings for him for a long time and had made a lot of mistakes and such, but I'd like to continue pursuing friendship and was wondering where he stood. Fast forward almost two years and we're getting married in 107 days. So sometimes just getting it out there can be pretty effective. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Oh my gosh! Right? Well, getting married. She's getting married. She's getting hitched. Um, yeah, I was like, okay, I see you. Good for you, girl. And also the broken engagement. We've actually, we've had a lot of people call in with broken engagements. I did not realize how common it was. I didn't either, honestly. Maybe it's just our what in the dang hackers. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but. <laughs> there's something later in this episode that we're going to cover that I don't know what it means either. So there's a lot of like, uncertainty in this episode here. But <laughs> Okay, but real quick, um, while we were playing that voicemail. I am eating dill pickle almonds and I'm sorry, what? I don't know how I feel about them. They are from Whole Foods and they have dill pickle seasoning on them. And like every time I eat one, I kind of want to throw up, but then there's like a good (laughs) aftertaste and I keep eating them. I don't know what's going on. I think I'm just desperate because I don't have any food in the house, but also I bought these and Because I do like those Lay's dill pickle chips, you know? No, I don't know, but... Maybe they don't make them anymore, but there was these chips, like Lay's chips or whatever, that tasted like pickles. And so I thought, you know, this would be a healthier alternative, but also bring bring back the pickle flavor. Um, a lot of decision-making went into this. Oh, yeah. I, like, <laughs> thought about this for a while when I saw them on the shelf, and... I don't know. There's something about them that makes me want to vomit, but also makes me want to keep eating them. And I don't really know. Like, someone probably understands me right now. I do like pickle flavor, um, but I think it might be the color of them or something. That's or the fact that maybe pickles and almonds don't go together. Yeah, but I like the crunch of the almond. Yeah, Uh, I can understand pickled potato chips though. Like to me, that makes more sense. Yeah, this isn't making a ton of sense, but <laughs> <laughs> nothing on this podcast ever does. So here we are. Yes, okay, movie died. Okay, here's one about another engagement. Hi, ladies. This is Kate. So I have a major heck yes, no moment. So heck no to having to break off your engagement. But heck, just to realize him that you were settling and like he wasn't the man for you. So, I, yeah. <laughs> All right, love you guys. Bye. Okay, oh Katie, we need more info. <laughs> she just left us hanging. <laughs> She's like, I love your accent, by the way. I wish I had it. She's like, heck no to breaking <laughs> off your engagement, but heck yes for realizing. You're Listen, way better than him. You see, all you got to do is come visit us when we move to Alabama and you'll pick it up real quick. I literally was on the phone with our house inspector the other day and he has a super Southern accent. And I started saying, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I was like, what is happening? What is happening? <laughs> okay. I say yes, sir. And yes, ma'am, though. I don't unless they're Southern because then I feel like they expect me to. <laughs> Dude, when I get in an Uber every single time, oh, um, they'll be like Cecilia and I'm like yes sir 
<laughs> wow, good for you. I always say it, but I don't know where that came from. But also, I totally get that. Like when I spend time with my younger brother, he has such a Chicago accent. And I feel like I start talking like him. Yeah. Um, I'm like, what is going on? I feel that. I shook off my Chicago accent. So (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny. Yeah. Um, But we need, we need some more info. I mean, I know you don't, you don't need to share it with the world, but I just, it cracked me up how she was like in 25 seconds, just dropped the bomb and then said bye. I know. (laughs) Like it was just like a normal, like heck yes to McDonald's fries. Heck no to, you know, pickle almonds. (laughs) You said it as nonchalantly as someone would say those things. Like, (laughs) I really want McDonald's fries right now and I might Uber Eats them. Dude, I kind of want them too, except that defeats the purpose of the cheapness of them. Yeah, but I don't have a car. Oh, that's true. You don't have a car. You don't have a car. Which means like when I commit to something unhealthy, I have to go through a lot of processes to commit to it. Like I have to search it on the app. I have to click it. I have to press pay and then I have to watch how long it's going to take to get to my doorstep. And, and by the time like triple what French fries from McDonald's uh-huh. cost. Yeah. Yep. You pay triple. And then by the time it gets to my doorstep, I already regretted the decision to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a cycle that you just keep putting yourself into. It's not one that you're learning, yeah. you know? Well, I did it with Taco Bell Sunday night because I got off the- Taco I got Bell. <laughs> What do you mean? Taco Bell. The way you said taco was funny. Taco? Taco. Taco. <laughs> taco Bell. And because um, I got off the flight from Chicago and I was like, shoot, nothing's going to be open. I know my fridge is empty. I know I have tuna in there and it's expired. <laughs> and from, from Thursday when I left and I was like, what am I going to do? And so I was in my Uber back home and I asked him, I was like, do you also do Uber Eats? He's like, no, I only do Uber. I was like, dang it. I was hoping to like get both, you know? Right. I don't know if they do that, but I was going to finesse my way. Right. And so- Anyways, I ordered another Uber Eats. I ordered, I was in an Uber and I ordered an Uber Eats to bring me Taco Bell. And I did not regret any of that. Like I, it was so, it, I mean, I forgot to order sauce with it, but their chicken quesadilla. Oh, mm, mm, (laughs) now I don't want to eat what I was going to eat for dinner. Now I just want to go get Taco Bell or McDonald's. I know. Or a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Oh my gosh. I know. I think I'm going to have Indian tonight. That's That was a curveball while talking about <laughs> fast food. <laughs> no, I, I just have this. I only buy pre-prepped meals um, from Whole Foods. And so one of them is like chicken Marcella or something. Mm, yeah. And it, it's it's pretty good. Um, so I might might throw that in the microwave and whip it up. Nice. Uh, but anyways, um, back to Katie, or is it Kate? I think it's Katie. I think it's Katie. Pretty much like what I have to say is I'm very proud of you <laughs> for knowing your worth in what you do and don't deserve mm-hmm. because many women realize that three kids in. Uh-huh. Yep. You just so. saved yourself and your kids and your families a lot of heartache and headache, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and now, I mean, I just keep thinking, like, I keep 
thinking that I've heard of so many broken off engagements, actually, now that I look back. And I don't know if it's just more common in the Catholic world. I don't really... I don't I really know see that happening because maybe they just happen too quickly and then they realize, oh, wait, maybe no. Right. Maybe someone can call in if they know any insight in that because it's like, oh, they're Catholic and single and the same age as me and have a good job. Great. Let's get married. And then you're planning the wedding and you're like, they're a monster and we have nothing in common. <laughs> and they manage money well and their family's terrible and da, 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 da. and you're like, this is actually not what I wanted. I I thought I just wanted a nice Catholic man, but in reality, there's more to a relationship. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. Shocker. I was talking to someone and uh, she's a therapist and she was saying, yeah, if you go with that, they're going to end up in my office in five years. I was like, oh my gosh. If you go with what? Just a good Catholic guy? Yeah. Like just yeah. realizing like, oh, we're Catholic in the same age. We can make marriage happen. She's like, Okay. <laughs> She's a Catholic therapist. That's why she's in business. <laughs> yeah, she's like, that's literally why I'm in marriage and family counseling for Catholics, because that's actually what happens. Mm. Um, yeah, it's really sad. Okay, so um, before we jump into the next voicemail, Megan, you want to tell us about Hollow? Oh my gosh, Hollow's- Not like you guys already don't know about it, but sorry, keep I know, going. But here we go. Here's how it's affecting my life currently. So I started Lent without really having- um, a goal or a plan, which is not good. But then my house flooded. So I was like, okay, God solved that issue for me. <laughs> but then I was like, I'm not spending enough time praying at all. And I'm really bad. It's kind of like a workout. Like if I'm not guided or directed. <laughs> what is Carrie doing? <laughs> she just found out where her tongue is in her mouth. So she's figuring out how to make different noises. <laughs> um, But it's like... Prayer for me is like workouts where if it's not guided or directed, I'm really bad at it. And I just kind of aimlessly say like a Hail Mary, Our Father and St. Michael the Archangel prayer. And I'm like, yeah, that was good. And it's like that totally wasn't good. Um, and that's where hollow has been like filling my cup lately. Is it I just get on because I'm already on my phone. We all know I'm on my phone. And we all know she's on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like it just gives me directions and guidance and options of what to do right there based on my time. Um, and it's just ugh, love, 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 love. They're love. the best. My dad just <laughs> asked me the other day, like, what's the app? Hollow? And I was like, yes, let me send you a link. www.hollow.com slash what in the dang heck for a three month free trial. Get it now or get it tomorrow. But either way, it will still be there and God will be waiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh so, my gosh. Yes. Okay. Next bold woman story. Next step is missionary and marriage. Here we go. Hi, Megan Cece. This is Isabel. Um, I don't know if I'm too late, but I have a, uh, I don't know. What is it? Daring woman story or something like that. Um, basically when I was a student at Benedictine college, I was working their summer conferences as a missionary for high schoolers. And I started to develop feelings for one of the guy missionaries, and I was like, okay, this is getting really distracting. I need to talk to him. So I finally met up with him and, like, told him that I had feelings for him, and he, to my surprise, like, completely shocked. He was like, I had feelings for you, too, but I didn't know if it was appropriate to express them, like, over the course of the summer or whatever. Um, so basically, we talked to our director, and she was like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. So he asked me out on a date. 
And to make a long story short, that was the summer of 2019, and we are now getting married in 47 days, and I'm so, so, so excited. So, yeah, just wanted to share. I love you guys. Wow, look at all these women being bold and then ending up married. I know. And it's just like sometimes you need to tell the guy, like, dude, I'm into you. And then he's like, oh, you are? Okay. (laughs) Let me put a ring on it. (laughs) Yeah, apparently. But seriously, it goes to show that, like, when you're just up front and you ask, like, hey, are you into me? Or, like, hey, I actually like you. Then they're just like, oh, that's a green light. Like, go, go time. Yeah, the worst, this is what I always think too, and I'm afraid to ask someone something, is I'm like, the worst they'll say is no, which is currently already what they've said with me not even having asked. Right. So why don't I just freaking ask? Right, what is the worst thing that can happen? Right. Yeah. I love that. Okay, so the next one is a classic Catholic match story. Those are, we all, we always have those um, and we love hearing them. But also I think they scare people away from actually uh, online dating. But actually this one's pretty positive. So here we go. Hey guys, this is Anonymous. I just finished listening to your podcast and you guys are calling or asking for um, bold woman moments. So I'll let you guys decide if this qualifies. But about a month ago, I uh, received this message on Catholic Match match by this guy, and we have been talking, and he's been super sweet and super intentional. Um, He actually tricked me for Valentine's Day. He asked for my address because he was going to send me a book that his brother wrote, but instead he sent me uh, roses on Valentine's Day, so that was really sweet. But the thing that I did was he asked if he could come and meet me, and I said, that if he wanted to come and meet me, he'd have to ask my dad first. I felt really inspired by Oliver's podcast with you guys about courtship and all that. And yeah, so I gave him my dad's email and he emailed my dad and my dad called him and my dad talked to me about work because they live in or they work in the same field. And so, yeah, that's the thing that I did. I will let you guys decide if that's bold or not, but he got permission and he's going to come and visit me. So... Thanks so much. Bye. Heck yes. Yes. That classifies as bold. Yes. She set the standard and he rose. Yep. And you know what it makes me think of? It makes me think of when like companies reach out to collaborate and they're like, we'll send you free products for a post. And it's like, no, actually I charge. And it's like that worry of like, are they going to say no? Are they not going to want to work with me? Am I going to never work with anyone? She could have easily just said, yeah, sure, you can come see me. He's obviously a romantic. He sent her flowers. He's obviously into her. But she was like, you know what? Nope, I am worth more. And Prove it. Standard. Yeah, I love it. it. Like he has, yeah, because she she hasn't, she has no thing to trust him off of yet, you know? Mm-hmm. I, like, that is such a solid story. I just, mm-hmm. I think that should give us all just encouragement, like single women encouragement of like, Actually, there are good guys out there, but you just have to set the standard and let a man rise because otherwise that would be weird for him to be like, hey, can I talk to your dad? Like that would be very weird. But now they're going to have even better time seeing each other because I assume she lives with her parents and, you know, they can meet and it's not going to be awkward and it's going to be super inviting and even better Mm -hmm. than than it would have been. That just made me so – Carrie, I hope you're listening and I hope you do that, okay? She's just sucking on her apple okay, juice. 
<laughs> we love that. We need more of that. And I just hope that this is encouraging. And please call us back and let us know how it goes or leave a voicemail with him. That would be bold. Oh my gosh. Please do that. I feel like now I'm instigating. Yeah, you, <laughs> you're pushing buttons. I'm pushing buttons over here. Okay, here is another one. And honestly, I feel like this brings me back to the high school days of Twitter DMs. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, Megan CC. Um, I have a story for you. So when I was a junior in high school, um, I went on a church retreat. And there was a uh, high school band there that was playing for us. And um, a bunch of my friends and I were, like, geeking over the guys in the band. It was two brothers and a girl. And, um, you know, we were all talking about them. And then uh, we called dibs, right? So we were like, oh, I called dibs on this guy. I called dibs on this guy. And one of them was a lead singer. And I called dibs on him. <laughs> Ridiculous, I know. And so after the retreat, we, like, stalked them on Twitter, and um, I really liked him, and I thought he was cute. So I went, and I liked, like, all of his posts all at once to get his attention, and I waited, and I didn't hear anything back, so I was super bummed. But then the next day, he liked my post, and so I knew I got the green light. So my bold moment was I actually DM'd him, and I was super nervous. I would never done anything like that, and... I never heard from him, and then a couple days later, he messaged me back, and so we had been talking for a little while, and he finally invited me to go to one of his concerts, and we really hit it off, and five years, five and a half years later, we were still dating, so it was pretty cool. just thought I'd share. Love the podcast. Bye. <laughs> okay, so it wasn't Twitter, but honestly... <laughs> This is so classic. Calling dibs. Do you remember doing that, Megan? Yep. Yep. I got into fights with my girlfriends over calling dibs. <laughs> you would. You were, I feel like you were kind of aggressive. <laughs> A little possessive. Possessive, aggressive, all the things. <laughs> okay, then also the liking the post. Honestly, that works. Like, that is bulletproof. Yeah. Yeah. I do have to say that is, that's a skill and it is bold, but you're like, well, I'm never going to see him again unless I do this. It's the whole like weigh, weigh your risk, right? The risk management. <laughs> Cece, have you ever done that where you just like the guy's photos, all the photos? So then he like got major notifications at one chick specifically. I feel like I invented that. Okay. So you I haven't done it a very long time, but in high school, I mean, that's definitely, I didn't like all the photos because you needed to still like keep some, you know, keep some yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you definitely like, whether it was on Twitter, like you go into the tweets, like a few old tweets, go on to Instagram, like a few old photos, get their attention. And then you're like, okay, I dropped the handkerchief. Now they can pick it up if they want. And it was typically like, you know, a guy from the other school, from the football, a different football team or. And you only saw him that Friday night and figured out his jersey number, looked up the roster and then we're like, okay, cool. Got it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> How'd you know? That's actually college. <laughs> That's literally how it goes, though. This is so relatable. This is why we're friends. I can't believe you used to do that. Yeah, I did it at the March Madness. Our Troy basketball made it to March Madness, and they played Duke. 
And there were some cute guys on Duke. And I'm pretty sure I still follow them on Instagram or something after <laughs> on them. But... It's okay. Avery doesn't listen to this podcast anyway. No. <laughs> That's so good. Okay. This next one is um, for boy advice. Okay. Okay. Hi, Cece and Megan. This is Macy. Um, I have a story and I could use some advice on it. It relates to being a bold woman. So about four years ago, I started liking this guy. I developed a crush, and I was a sophomore in high school, and he was a senior. Um, And I was too young and too scared to do anything about it, so I just let it play out, and nothing happened. He probably didn't know that I liked him. But then that summer, we went on a trip for school, and there was a ton of eye contact and smiling going back and forth between us. So that was the first time I felt like maybe there was a chance that he liked me, and it made me excited. But then that same summer, we went on another trip for youth group, and there was, like, nothing of that sort going on, and I was confused. And I just, since then, I still haven't done anything about this. Um, Four years later, I'm a sophomore in college, and he's a senior in college, and The feelings haven't gone away, but I'm still not sure what to do because I don't know him really at all, but I just have this feeling that never goes away. So um, I've added him on Snapchat, and we had one conversation, but that didn't progress into anything. So I think I would appreciate advice on the situation, how to be a bold woman, or even just your opinion on if it's worth pursuing. Um, thanks for listening. I know that was kind of a long explanation, but I love you guys and your podcast is so great. Honestly, I feel like you'll have better advice for this cease than I would. I've only dated two guys and married one. <laughs> okay. Track so- didn't hold up. <laughs> Oh, so pretty much I would say, Macy, this just stinks because it's like if you guys have ever watched Sex in the City, it's like you're big, like he's always in the back of your mind. Um, but you have to ask yourself, like, it's actually more of just an infatuation since you don't know him. True. And so it really isn't worth him taking up your mental space. And I would say move on. Um, now I have kind of, I feel like maybe I've been in this situation before, but I did know, like, I don't know. I've kind of, Megan, you know, I've kind of been in this situation, but at the end of the day, like you want a man who knows what he wants and what he wants is going to be you. And so if he doesn't know that, and if you don't, if he's not making that obvious, then he's probably not the guy for you because it's been years you know, and, and I know that we're talking about being a bold woman and like dropping the handkerchief and stuff, but you added him on Snapchat. And I think that is something where it would signal to him. I know it seems small, um, but it would signal to him that you're interested and he would have a medium to then communicate with you. And if he didn't, if he was interested in you and didn't realize that, then you don't want him anyway, because he's dumb. So (laughs) he's no, that would like you add him on Snapchat and he's like, I still don't think she's interested. It's like, dude, okay, you know, yeah. um, like clearly she's interested. And so I would say, forget it. He's a senior anyway. He's leaving. You still have two and a half great years left of college. Like, don't let him, don't let him make you like hung up, I guess. Right. I would say, forget about him. 
I yeah, and the more we talked, you talked about it, the more I was like, oh, you know what? I totally did have those like slight interactions during college via like Snapchat or something where I was like, oh my gosh. And I just imagined like, what if we dated? What if we like ended up together, all this stuff, but I didn't actually know the dude. And then they never knew what they wanted. And so then nothing ever happened and it just took up mental capacity and it was like pointless. <laughs> right. It takes up mental space. It's just not worth it. Um, so yeah, I would say drop him, even though he wouldn't even, the thing is he wouldn't even realize if you dropped him or not. That's the thing. So that's when you know, that's yeah. just the hard truth. And that's when you know that you just need to let it go. Yeah. It's, it's probably not what you wanted to hear, but I think it's, it's necessary. Um, okay. So before we jump into some things that were in our DMS and from our Facebook group, we're going to chat about Catholic company. Heck yes to Catholic company being a sponsor because I stare at all their things all the time and whether they were a sponsor or not, I feel like it would come up in conversation. Right. Um, I have this magnific. I don't know if you guys know what the Magnificat is, but it has all the daily readings um, for Novus Ordo and like the like how the mass goes and everything. And so it has, um, you know, the gospel and readings with it and then a little reflection. And so anyways, I have the Magnificat and and there's this Magnificat cover I have and everyone always asks me about it because it's leather and has my name on it and has Mary on it. And it's just beautiful and simple. Um, so you can look it up on Catholic Company. It's Magnificat covers, but I think those are great gifts, especially if you know someone that uses the Magnificat or you can get them a subscription with the book. I think that's like a really good combo. I love that idea. Someone get me that gift. <laughs> Avery, if you're listening. <laughs> so anyways, you can get um, 15% off your order at Catholic Company with code HECK, all caps H-E-C-K, at catholiccompany.com, and you'll find all the links to them in our show notes. Okay, Meg, what did you find? What did you find? Okay. so this is the other thing that I mentioned earlier in the pod about does this mean something? I don't know. If you know anything about dreams and the importance that they hold, or if this is too voodoo-y, then like let us know. Because Cece, you and I keep popping up in people's dreams apparently. So, <laughs> I like literally kid you not. First of all, I got a DM or we got a DM for what in the dang heck from Emily saying she had a dream. She walked into Claire's and Cece was in there working the counter as a manager. And it wasn't a nicer Claire's like a mall or anything. It was just a random strip mall in Ohio. She says she tried to make a comment about it to you because you seemed a tad overqualified for the job. But there was already a group of girls flocking you. And then she woke up. <laughs> okay. Can I just tell a story about Claire's? Oh, no. So Fire to be a manager. No, when I got my ears pierced, I was 13. And that's when I was allowed to. I, Wait, I believe it. Same. Okay. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> that's so funny. And that's all do the same for my daughter. People are like, do it when they're a baby. They don't realize it. I'm like, no, they need to go through the pain. <laughs> <laughs> I birthed them. <laughs> they need to go through the pain of getting your ears pierced because then they won't want to get their belly button pierced and all the things. True. You know? Um, so anyways, uh, my dad takes me into the Claire's and I get my ears pierced and they get really infected and like pussy. And because I was a gymnast, so like all like the pit from like the, the foam yeah. pit would like yeah. get in the ear. Ew. Oh my gosh. That's disgusting. And, <laughs> and I know it's so gross, but like I would clean the heck out of those things, but it's just cause the foam pit, you know, it just like, it's so <laughs> dusty in there. Um, <laughs> 
Anyways, they got really infected and pussy and it was so terrible. And I was like scarred from Claire's. I was like, that girl didn't do it right. I'll never go back into the Claire's. I should call her manager. Like I was so mad as a 13 year old. I'm like, she did it wrong. <laughs> but in reality, it was probably just like my reaction and like the friggin' pit foam. So um, <laughs> anyways, that's my experience with Claire's. Well, in another life, you were a manager. So it was a little better for you. I guess I don't Let know. Me speak to the manager, and the manager's me. <laughs> um, then there was so Taylor posted in the Facebook group about a dream she had with both of us in it, and she said she had a dream we were holding a contest to see who could become our friend, and it involved, <laughs> it involved this is the best part a photography challenge and writing a paper about how we could help two politicians win an election. <laughs> <laughs> She said, wow, very on brand for us. She said she was doing really well until the challenge was taking portraits and she couldn't find anyone to photograph until she realized she had her husband right there. But then her camera started to malfunction and it spiraled down from there until she woke up. (laughs) Okay, I feel like people are listening to what in the dang heck as they go to sleep. Maybe, maybe that's put you to sleep. Well, so there were two more comments, dude. Kateri commented underneath Taylor's Facebook post in our group saying she had a dream that she found out Avery and her husband were friends. They were in a, there was like a weird car boat situation. Sounds on brand for Avery. And we were helping each other out like we'd been pals forever. And then Paige comments underneath it. And so she had a dream that heavily involved me, but can't remember much else other than waking up and being like, dang, I wish we were friends in real life. (laughs) So like, I was like, okay, do I post too much on Facebook? Instagram, does my stories pop up first for everyone? Like, what is going on? Does this mean something? Dude, I honor you for being so active on Instagram. I have had to take a break because <laughs> You're I just bored. I have no other outlet over here. <laughs> oh my word. That's so funny. I love that. Oh, so many dreams. I actually um I I was some of it like I don't dream. I was told that I don't dream because I process my emotions in my sleep. What? Yeah, like I never dream. But like apparently that's a thing. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, but apparently it's a thing. Well, well, I don't know to tell you there. Yeah, I'm here. We are. <laughs> oh, last thing. This is advice and only if we have time for it. But uh, someone asked in our DMs, what do you say or do when a conversation with a bunch of your girlfriends turns into straight gossip? And I feel like this falls under the bold woman category because it takes you being a bold woman to speak out against that in the middle of a huge conversation with a bunch of your girlfriends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, a script you could use in your head is for any time you feel like you fall into comparison or gossip, you can say she is beautiful and I can learn from her. And just continue repeating that because at the end of the day, there is like God created her. So she is beautiful and we can learn from anyone. Um, Even if we completely disagree on everything, we can maybe learn that we have, you know, more about what you believe. So um, that's a good script. But as far as like when you're in a conversation, um, I think it's, it's, it just takes you to speak up and be like, actually, I would, I really don't want to talk about her or just like, actually, I really don't think it will be fruitful to talk about her without her here, but I'm happy to have this conversation if she was in the room. 
Yeah, that's good. And it's not going to make you the popular or fun friend in that moment. That's for sure. But that's not what we're called for, you know? Right. So, Or if you, or you can just leave the room. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And I know that's not always available, but you could just be like, hey guys, I like love you and I love your soul. And I definitely um, didn't plan on going to confession tomorrow. So let's just cut this conversation and move to something else. (laughs) Boom. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, you could kind of make it humorous. Like guys didn't plan on going to confession tomorrow. So let's just move on. True. There you go. If they're all Catholic and they're like, what's confession? (laughs) You know, and you're like, okay, yeah, <laughs> moving yeah. on. Now, now I leave the room. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay, guys. We have Mary Lemberg on next week. Please continue calling in with your heck yes, heck no moments. I love when they're very specific mm-hmm. and they tick people off. Like, okay, real quick, I'm gonna do one more. Like, I love this voicemail. It was cracking me up. Okay, because oh. it's it's just relatable. Hi, Megan and Cecilia. This is Lucy from Rockville, Maryland. I have a heck no and a heck yes. So heck no to food products that are allegedly resealable, but that do not actually reseal. Like the little Ziploc things don't actually line up. Um, I've been so frustrated by this recently. And like, what in the heck is that? Seriously, now I have to put the product in another bag because the original bag was not actually resealable. So that's annoying. Heck no to that. My heck yes moment is that I recently got surgery. Well, that's not my heck yes. But heck yes to my brother's fiance coming to my house um, after my surgery and surprising me with flowers and a card. It was so sweet and thoughtful. And she is actually the one that got me hooked on your podcast. So I'm sure she'll hear this. Shout out to her. Um, But yeah, heck yes to thoughtful and awesome future sisters, sister-in-laws. Yeah. Okay. Love you guys. Thanks. Bye. Isn't that so good? I'm like, yes. The resealable bag. That happened to me this morning with the bacon. It It doesn't reseal. It's fake. They just slap that on there and charge an extra 20 cents. (laughs) Also, though, I love that her brother's fiance did that. That's so sweet. And we love that she's also a dinger and hacker and that she's really just spreading the wealth. You're doing your due diligence. Thank you. (laughs) We appreciate you. We appreciate you. This is what we expect. If everyone shared this one time, we would be... On top of the world. (laughs) (laughs) What, even? (laughs) So here we are. It's Tuesday, March 2nd, and we are chilling. And I hope that you are just chilling with us. Well, yeah, except on what? March. March. Do your math. Really hard, man. March. Right? Yeah, I had to look at my calendar. Had a week minus one. Uh. Mm. Oh, that's math. <laughs> we have to homeschool my kids. <laughs> Actually, Megan, you might be surprised by this, but I'm pretty good at math. Really? I don't think I'm surprised by that. I'm better at spelling and phonics than you maybe are, so you can get math. <laughs> Give me that hooked on phonics ASAP. <laughs> oh, so good. All right, well... I'll talk to you later. Um, Friends, dangers, and hackers, we'll talk to you next week. We'll talk to you next week. Love you guys. We appreciate you. Oh, oh, 
Yeah. Three, oh, two, yeah. Seven, one, wait, what is it? Three, one, two, oh. seven. Wait, frick, what is Dude, it? Dude, I don't know. Wow. You say it all the time. Three, one, two, seven, seven, five, two, six, one, five. Call us on the hotline, the heck line. Leave a ding, a heck, a ding and heck. Uh, <laughs> oh, heck no, a heck, yes. Yeah. A, a heck, a heck and a ding. <laughs> a ding, a ding, a heck. And we'll talk to you later on the What's the Ding Heck podcast. Thanks a ton for listening to the What in the Dang Heck podcast. Make sure to call our hotline at 312-775-2615 and share your heck yes or heck no moment. Subscribe, leave a rate and review, and might as well follow us on our Instagrams while you're at it. See you next week.